If you're a guest this morning, we are so glad to have you in service with us today. Thank you for, for being with us today. If you're watching us online, wherever you're watching us from, we, we welcome you as a part of this service. It's great to have Brother and Sister Philippeck in service with us this morning. Glad to have you guys here. Praise God. Mark 6 verse 35 says this, And when the day was now far spent, his disciples came unto him and said, This is a desert place, and now the time is far past. Send them away that they may go into the country round about and into the villages and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. He answered and said unto them, Give ye them to eat. And they said unto him, Shall we go and buy two hundred penny worth of bread and give them to eat? John 6 and verse 7, the New Living Translation says basically that same verse this way. Philip replied, even if we worked for months, we wouldn't have enough money to feed them. Even if we worked for months, we wouldn't have enough money to feed them. He answered, verse 37, he answered and said unto them, excuse me, verse 38, I'm sorry. He said unto them, How many loaves have ye? Go and see. And when they came, or when they knew, they say, Five loaves and two fishes. Again in John, John's relaying of this situation, this story. John says, There is a lad here. With five barley loaves, and I like the I like the adjective that gets added in here. Two small fishes. Luke said, or Mark, excuse me, Mark just said we've got five loaves and two fishes. John says they say we've got five loaves, and don't miss the point. We've got two small fishes. We don't have a couple of whales. All we have is two small fishes. And again, most of you know this. The King James says, they said we have five loaves. 2016, you and I think of a loaf as a loaf of bread. It's not what this was. He did not have five loaves. This kid was not carrying five loaves of bread for two small fish. Basically, those loaves there is what we would consider a roll. A dinner roll. So five rolls and two fishes. And here's what the Holy Ghost, I believe, wants to say to us for just a few moments this morning. Bring what you have. Bring what you have. You can be seated. Notice, please, Jesus said, What do you have? What do you have? He said, I, 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 I want to feed this crowd. They said, send them away. The response was, Lord, if, even if we had worked for a couple of months, we would not have what is needed to meet this need. And so he said, bring me what you have. And they, they come back to him and they say, we have, we found a lad, we found a boy who perhaps when he was leaving home that morning 
was about to walk out of the house. And his mom called him by name and said, hold on. I want you to take something with you. There's a good chance like any other boy who's heading out to play. He would have said, oh, mom, I don't want to take anything. I'm going out. I don't want to have to carry. I don't want to have to worry about anything. And she grabs his David and Goliath lunchbox because there wouldn't have been any Avengers. There wouldn't have been no WWE, wouldn't have been Star Wars. So you see, when he leaves home, he's got no idea that God has chosen him to be the source of a miracle that day. All he knew was he was a boy that was going out to fool around. And he said, the Lord says, what do you have? They say, we found a kid who's got his lunch. Well, what in the world would you think of me this morning if I ran up to McDonald's and I got me a Happy Meal and I came in here and I put it on the pulpit and I had my cheeseburger and fries and the soda and I said to you all, we, we are about to eat. Let me tell you something, by the time I got that broken into enough pieces just to feed this crowd here today, I don't know about you, but the bite I got would do one thing. Make me mad. So all it would do is make me mad. But you know what? The Bible, and I'm not getting into all of it, and most of you already know the story. The Bible says by the time it was done, he did not give them a snack just to get them home. The Bible says they ate until they were filled. And then after they all ate until they were filled, they actually ended up collecting up 12 more baskets of food. And it all started with Jesus making a request. What do you have? I've come to challenge the Arnold, not congregation anymore, we have new terminology, so... I'm embarrassed. I'm a part of the executive council and I still have trouble getting it all straight. So I've come to challenge Arnold this morning. God is asking for one thing from us. Bring what you have. I preached to some folks today that based on the changes that have taken place, and those that have left, or as Brother Mott has said numerous times in, in, in closed doors discussions, and I, I, I want to embrace that terminology, and I challenge you to embrace it. We haven't lost people, we have sown. We have sown. Whatever you sow, God says you reap. We've got some awesome folks that have been sown leadership and people that are involved that have been sown. And I, I just believe that a few of you look at some that left 
and you don't see yourself as being anywhere near as capable and qualified as they were. But the Holy Ghost sent me this morning to tell you, all He wants you to do is bring what you have. Because if you will simply bring what you have and release it to Him, He's got the ability to take it and bless it and multiply it and use it to do far above what you could ever imagine He could do. Got the verses based on time. I'm not going to take the time to read them all. But Jesus, the Bible says John is now put in prison. Jesus goes about preaching and he's going around and he now begins the process of selecting his disciples. The Bible tells us in Mark chapter 1, he's going along and he comes by the Sea of Galilee and he sees Simon and Andrew and they're casting a net into the sea. They were casting a net into the sea because they were fishers. That's so deep and profound, but you need to get that. That's what it says. They were casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. It wasn't their hobby. It wasn't their... It was what they were. Notice, please notice, they were fishers and they were fishing. And Jesus comes by and says to them, Come after me, and I will make you to become. Somebody say, become. He did not say, follow me, and you are. He said, follow me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. Who did he just call? Fishermen. He was not at the religious university checking out who had the top grades in their theological classes to be the ones he was going to build the church on. He went and found some stinky, smelly fishermen that were fishing. It wasn't an altar call where Simon and Andrew were down on their knees. Oh, God, use us. God, we want our lives to be worth something. God, use us for your... No, they were just fishing. And he shows up and said, follow me. And I'm going to make you to become fishers of men. I will transform you into something else. Don't miss what God has for your future because of what you are in your present. This is what some of you say, well, I'm just this and I'm just that. I believe on this first Sunday morning of this transition and my first Sunday back as the leader of this daughter work that God is calling for us. And I said us. Because really what He was saying to those men that day is the same thing He was saying to that crowd. All I want is what you have. Not interested in whether or not you've got a degree. Not interested in how 
intelligent you are, not interested in the depth of your biblical knowledge. I just need some people that will say, here am I, Lord, send me. See, uh, 2016, the world we live in, you're trying to get a job, chances are you are going to create a resume. The purpose of that resume really is to sell yourself. You show somebody how talented and skilled and the ability you have and your education and your experience and and all these things and and you're trying to, to sell them. And you apply for a job based on what you have a good chance of being and doing. You don't walk into a law firm and try to get a job there if if your degree is is psychology. Not if you're trying to become a lawyer. You don't walk into a firm that is looking for engineers and all your degree is is business management. You're not trying to fulfill an engineering job. And so we understand that in the natural, we don't put ourselves, usually, we don't put ourselves out for something that we don't see ourselves capable of doing. We don't want to be rejected and we don't want to fail. But when it comes to the kingdom of God, there is one qualification that you need on your resume. There's only one skill, there's only one thing God is interested on your resume, and that is simply, I'm available. It's not what you think you can do, it's not what you think you're qualified to do, it's not how good you think you can do something, but God is just simply looking for people that will say, if you're calling me, I'm available. If you want what I have, it might only be five loaves and two small fishes, but I'm willing to give you what I have in faith that you can do something with it. I want you to stand. Hallelujah. Here's how we're going to end this service this morning. I'm getting ready to give an invitation. I, I, I'm assuming, I, 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 don't want to, I don't want to get all bogged down in it, neither do I just want to ignore it. I, 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 a couple of you guys on this platform have experienced this. I've already thought about it some. I am assuming... That the night I go home from the first and even after that every time. That the night I go home after one of my kids gets married. While they are embarking on something new and wonderful. and They are, they are starting an exciting new phase of their life. I go home to a loss. I know some of you can't wait till they get to be 18 and you got your, your foot already ready to push them out the door. I, I don't feel that way. I'm, again, I'm sure at some point if they stuck around long enough, I probably would feel that. But uh, I, I'm in no hurry to see any of mine go. And, and if they stick around for several more years, that, that's good by me. I'm, I'm assuming there is to some degree a sense of loss that you feel. Let's just be, let's be real this morning. We are so, we have sown. There's something new exciting. But we face to some degree a little bit of a sense of loss. 
And I realize maybe you think, well, Brother Wright, you're just coming in here and you haven't been a part of us. Let me tell you something. I got some of the same feelings you got. I'm here this morning with extremely mixed feelings. I don't mean that it's just not, but I just mean the, the fact that I'm here, there's also other, not negative things, but, but other things that happened that provided me to be here that are, are a sense of loss. So that being said, and, and, and you understanding, I am not ignoring or devaluing all of that today. In fact, I believe there's a grieving process we have to deal with. We come tonight, we're a different group of people, but it's a similar thing. We got a bunch of folks that were no longer be apart here at night. So all of that being said, though, for us, it's our time. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna step, I'm not telling you God spoke to me. I'm not prophesy, this is not a prophecy. I'm not telling you thus saith the Lord, okay? You guys know that 500 that we had up there for several months? Now that number, and, and, and it only changed just because our folk, it's not because we stopped believing that. I just, I told the media department for the season we're in, we need to, and that number, what Brother Morgan said in the prophecy is God wants to give us 500 new souls. And I believe that. But let me tell you what I believe. And this is, this is, this is, this is out there, I think. I believe that by the end of this year, Brother Evans, that we, as a Sunday morning daughter work, just Arnold, could be averaging 500 people on Sunday morning. Now that's basically double. <laughs> but it's possible. And the reason I know it's possible is because He's not asking for you and I to produce it or make it all happen. He's just asking for you and I to bring what we have. So here's my altar call this morning and I'm asking everyone that's willing to make this statement or commitment to join with me at the front for just a moment. As we stand here today in this change and transition, if you'd be willing to say to the Lord today, God, I'll give you what I have. I can't give you anything else, but I will give you what I have. As we step into this new phase and this new season, if you're willing to say that this morning is a, your place and as a part of Sunday morning, would you just come to the front right now? And I want us to, to say, I, I realize I got the microphone and I'm the one preaching, but I just want you to know right now what I'm saying is, God, I'll give you what I have. I can't give you anything else. I can't give you something I don't have, but I will give you what I have. Take that step of faith. You called me out upon the water. The great unknown. I struggle, God, in my own ability how I can go there. I don't know how I can get there. But God, if all you need is what I have, I can give you what I have. In the name of Jesus. Come on, tell Him that right now. Somehow, your words, your own way. Here I am, God. I realize some of you are already 
involved. You've already got positions and roles and responsibilities. But even for you, I'm asking you to say it this morning. God, I'm giving you what I have. Because you have the ability to take what I have and bless it and multiply it and use it to do something far above and beyond what I can imagine. Name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Come on, the Holy Ghost is shaping something in this place right now. Come on, I believe the Holy Ghost is forming something new here today. Come on, there's some of you. All you've seen yourself as is just a boy with five loaves and two small fishes. But today the Holy Ghost is asking you. Just give me what you have. Some of you think all you are is just a fisherman. How can I be anything else? How can I do anything else but the Holy Ghost? The Holy Ghost is calling you this morning. If you'll let me, I can make you to become something else. If you'll let me, I can shape you and form you. I can make you into something far greater than you ever imagined or conceived to be possible. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Here it is, Lord. It may not seem like much. It might be only a small amount. May not be a lot to offer and give, but I give you what I have. I release to you what I have. Trust you. You're able to bless it, multiply it, use it for something exceeding abundantly above what it is I could ask or even think. So I give it to you today. Not going to hold on to it any longer because it seems insignificant. It seems small. I don't see how there can be much that can be done with it. But if you're willing to take it and use it, God, I'm willing to give it. I want to be a witness, Lord. Oh, you can make it right, Jesus. You can make it right, Jesus. Shine down on me. Let your love shine through me in the night. Hallelujah. I'll follow. Anywhere you open up the door, oh, let your words speak through me. Show me, show me what I've never seen before, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord, I want to be, I want to be a witness, Lord. You can take what I have, and if there's something wrong with it, you can fix it. 
whatever the need is, you've got the ability to do something with it. So today, God, all over again, I give it, I release it to you. Jesus' name. I'll go, Jesus. I'll go. And your words speak through me. Oh, show, show me. me things I've show never me seen. what I've never seen. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, I, I want, want to be a witness. witness. You can take what's oh, wrong. Oh, you can make it right. You can make it right, Lord. Yes, you can, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. One more thing before basically dismiss. Would you just connect with somebody beside you? If you're standing by your spouse, you can connect with them, but I want you connecting with somebody as well that's not just your spouse. Here's what I want us to do. Just for a moment together for each other. Would you join me? And I, I want us to pray this. God, take us and use us as a group of people to do what you desire to do, what you have promised to do. Father, we join together today with each other right now, agreeing together, God, that you will shape us and form us to what we need to be together so that we can experience and see the fulfillment of everything you have promised, everything you have intended, all that you desire to do through us. In the name of Jesus Christ, God, we present ourselves as a body today to you. Work in us, work through us for your kingdom's sake, for your glory, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, are available. The ones that are flipped up with the gold side, you really only need one of those. That's just for your information. The other stack is invitations. Welcome to take several of those. You can use me, Lord. 
use anything, Jesus. Take my feet, touch my heart, Lord. Speak to me. You can use anything, Lord. 